It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships. But I want to answer a question somebody sent me on my DM here at the show at Rendezvous Radio. said, what exactly is your podcast about and how can I get in? Right. So my podcast is an extension of the show. It's called La Confession because the truth always comes out. And basically, I, I open the, the space for all of us to discuss, let's say, all the mistakes we've made, all the craziness that we have made, and I have a long list myself, so we can learn from each other how to love better, how to understand each other better, and not to do other people's mistakes, but maybe less mistakes. So you want to join in, just reach out to my producers, therendezvousshow.com, or just maybe uh, leave a message at 855-905-8255, and we'll have you on this wonderful podcast, La Confession. Now, if you have a question for me right now, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question? Bonjour, Mindy. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? Well, I need some advice. I, um, about a year and a half ago, I was unfaithful to my husband, and we've worked through it. We've been through counseling. I felt like we we're rebuilding trust and you know, all the important things. Uh-huh. And a few weeks ago, my phone started acting weird. And I ended up taking it down to the, the Verizon store and come to find out, apparently my husband has installed some kind of spyware onto oh. my phone. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know that I know. And I don't know if I should tell him that I know because I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And it must give him some sense of security knowing that he knows everything that's going on. Do I tell him that I know or do I just let it ride? It's, it's a good question. Before I answer, tell me how that make you feel when you discovered there was a spyware installed by your husband behind your back on your phone. Um. It felt like an invasion of my privacy, but at the same time, I kind of understood. I almost felt like I deserve that. I deserve that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't like it. Totally. So now, let's reverse the role for a second. Let's say your husband, you know, cheated on you and you installed this behind his back. Would you want to feel that he, he doesn't know or do you think it would be better for the relationship that everybody is aware of what's going on? Ah, that's a tough one. I, I, I think for my own sense of security, I would want him to not tell me that he knew. <laughs> <laughs> I, see. I think I would want to be able to track him, uh, you know, until I felt comfortable that there really was trust there. I, so, I have an idea that, that, that may sound crazy, but I wonder in the sense of equilibrium, that in the sense of humor also, Mindy, that you go to him and you say, I just checked that you have installed a spyware on my phone to check on me, which I totally understand due to what happened. And you apologize again for what happened. But you know you know what would make me feel so very loved is if we can install the same spyware on your phone, honey. So we're both now equally safe. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Because... <laughs> Then he can't say no, you know where he's at, and then it doesn't make you feel like you, you know, at the end of a leash of someone. Uh, I agree. I think that 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 sounds totally fair. And then it it will help you build back the tree of trust into your love life. 
I think that's, that's a great idea. All right, Mindy. Well, I'm glad I could help you a little bit. I hope it goes well with him. Thank you so much for calling. Et bonsoir. Bonsoir. I got to go to my email now because I got somebody who wants to be in a relationship but needs my advice. But that is coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me but you can't dial in during show hours, just, just email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what is going on with Bryson now? Bryson says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Bryson. I am 24 years old and I have been single my entire life. I've gone out on dates, but haven't found anyone I want to spend all my time with. I want to be in a relationship, but I don't know where to start. Do you have any advice? That's a good question, Bryson. When you're single, you know, in your mid-20s, and you want to be in a relationship, but you don't know where to start, stay with me, because I'm going to tell you that next on The Rendezvous. So... If like Bryson who sent me that email, you're in your mid-20s, you're single your entire life, but you're very young, you have to remember, you've gone on the dates, but you haven't found anyone you want to spend all your time with, where do you start? Where, where do you find a good relationship? So here's the thing. There's all the online dating sites that you should apply your profile to and just put down all your preferences, who you are, what you like, your lifestyle. And if you choose the right, I would say, dating sites, that are more for relationship, usually the one you pay for, actually, or at least not others that are just mostly for ooh-la-la, you're going to find wonderful partners. So if it's not in your direct circle, do online dating and be honest who you are, what you want, what you're looking for, and there's a lovely person on the other side of the website that probably will reach out to you. So go ahead, take a chance. That's my answer to you, Bryson. Good luck to you. You call the next with your questions, too, at 855 905 8255. If you want to share a story of your life, a romantic story of your life, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Elena. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. So you have a romantic story you said you wanted to share with me tonight. Yes, I'm so excited to be on the line um, and to Thank share you. this with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um well, uh, a few years back, I was, you know, I was an undergrad, and I was studying in the library. And of course, I don't break rules. I, I just bent over and asked my friend what the assignment was. But there was this other guy at a table nearby us that just kept talking and talking like loud. He was just acting off. It was, it was bad. And the, the librarian came and kicked us both out at the same time for making noise. <laughs> I thought, well, never. I was just asking for the assignment. I didn't do anything wrong. But anyway, once we got out there, I was just so fuming. I was so mad at him. And he looked over at me and he said, boy, you sure do have a lot of freckles. And personally, between <laughs> you and me, Simon, and the yeah. rest of our listeners, um, I've always been very insecure about my freckles. So my mm-hmm. first inclination was to slap him across the face but of course you know you can't really do that so I started to storm off and mm-hmm. he stopped me and he said wait 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 it turns out he's hot for freckles and oh. that he, he just saw my freckles as the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen he was just smitten immediately and mm-hmm. and I started to to see him I, I started to talk to him it turned out to be really funny and that was uh, give or take about four years ago and we've been together ever since and we're very happy and 
looking to move on to the next stage of our relationship. So oh, I'm excited. And, you know, the lesson of my story here is, you know, break some rules. Live your best life, you know? Yes. Embrace your uniqueness. Embrace your freckles. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> just be you and love life will come to you. Uh, I agree. Listen, Elena, thank you so much. I love that story and I'm glad it worked out. And I love the way you think. So thank you so much, Elena, for calling in and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You have a good night too. <laughs> You're welcome and bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> Now I'm going to go to my Twitter DM and help that couple who's about to get married and have a question for me. So that is coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me, but you can't call The Rendezvous now, just email it to me or send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Kayla and her fiancé? Kayla says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kayla. I'm getting married in a few weeks. And our maid of honor and best man used to date, but recently they went through an ugly breakup and now they have to be at our wedding together. What can I do to make it less awkward and make sure they do not fight at my wedding? So Kayla, basically, what do you do when you have a maid of honor and a best man who hate each other at your wedding to make sure it goes smoothly? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. What would you do if you're about to get married? The problem is that the best man on your fiance's side and one of you maid of honor used to date, broke up in an ugly breakup, and now hate each other. And they're both going to your wedding. So Kayla, here's the thing. It's all about you. This is the day of your life. And either they can behave and you have to talk to each of them separately, but together. So you and your fiancé talk to his best man, you and your fiancé talk to you, maid of honor, and you say, listen, guys, I don't care what happened. This is not about you guys. This is about us. It's about also you guys here for your love for us. But if it's too much for you, don't come. That's the rule. Because I don't want anyone to ruin the best day of our romantic life, our wedding day. Okay, so that's my advice. Be firm, be strong, do it together. But I think it will go well if you talk to them. That's my hope, at least. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paula. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? I'm a, I'm in a newlywed relationship with my husband, and we both have found new careers that have put us in very different everyday routines, and I think we don't get to spend a lot of time together, and the little amount of time that we do spend together is just, you know, every day, and I would like to find a way to spice up our lives and make us both feel a little more special and back in that honeymoon phase. Okay. I get it. Um... How much are you suffering from that feeling of not feeling special as we speak? I think about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Daily? We just got married, and I'd like us to feel like we're that day we got married, we're still excited, you know? But I feel like we've already been married for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know him, I don't know him, and you experience what deteriorated the excitement I think just being busy all the time and having our own routine and schedule that we do separately from each other. Yeah. Um, 
I think that, first of all, and I'm glad you called me, you guys have to have a conversation to both express how you feel, right? So that's the first step. Recognize there's an issue, right? So you say, listen, honey, I think, you know, I suffer from feeling that we're not as excited as, you know, into each other. We uh, don't want to let the train go too far away from us, uh, the train of our own marriage, or, you know, we will suffer and be sad. So ask him how he feels, then tell him how you feel, right? Open conversation, no one's to blame. And then... And then the second thing is that you have to remind, and that's very important, your husband that monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy. That if you guys get into monotony for too long, there's always a risk coming up. So it's, it's key that to stop that. And then you put a piece of paper in front of each of you and give each other 24 hours to write on a piece of paper every activity that you would like to do with him and he has to do the same with you. Okay. Oh, I love that idea. And then you come back at the table after dinner the next day or you know, a week later, whenever you're ready, and you open each other's paper and you read each other's answer, and then you decide what's doable and not doable, and it's a brand new chapter of your marriage life about to start, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad that can work with you because that's very important. So thank you so much for your call and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Changing gears now. I got to go to my voicemail. Somebody needs my help with his partner and some animals. That voicemail is next. If you have a question for me but you can't dial in 24-7, leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255. Like this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, My name's Kurt. Um, So me and my wife have been married for about a year, year and a half now. Um, and I, uh, we're having an issue because she wants the dogs. We have two dogs. They sleep in our bed. Uh, before her, I had one dog already and it never slept in the bed with me. And now I have two dogs sleeping with me. They cuddle up, they snore in my face. Me and my wife are at the point where we're arguing about it. She loves cuddling with them. She, and I love them too. I just need my sleep. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how more serious I can get to her. So any help would be nice. Kurt, thanks for the voicemail. I'm going to help you. I think I have a solution for you, your wife, and the doggies. Next. What would you do if you guys are married, you have dogs in the house, you love both the dogs, but now, like Kurt, two of the dogs are sleeping in your bed with your wife. So what would you do if you were Kurt? So, Kurt, here's what I would do. And I love dogs too, so let's get that right out there. I love dogs for since I'm little, but we need our sleep. So I would tell my wife, listen, the dogs cannot sleep on the bed. After the cuddling time, either the dogs sleep anywhere in the bedroom, if you're okay with that, or they have to go in the living room or separate rooms. Because if you don't sleep well, Kurt, your mood's going to change and your marriage is going to get impacted. And no one wants that. So I think you have to say, you know, the good compromise is... After 10 p.m., for instance, no more dogs on the bed, in the bed, in the room or not. That's up to you. But make a good compromise. That's my advice. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, just call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Luna. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I I need your advice. Um, someone that I know who trusts me was confiding in me 
and told me that they're really unhappy in their relationship. And they actually met someone and they, they said that they're really tempted to cheat with that person. And I, I feel really bad for them and I'm not sure what to say or what to tell them. So intuitively, what would you say? I want to tell them that even though they're not happy in their relationship, I don't think that cheating is going to make them feel better. I think it's going to make things worse. I see. Now, let's say it's you, okay? Yeah. You're in their situation. What would you do? I think if it's like at the point where I'm telling someone else that I'm thinking of doing it, uh, that I really am thinking of doing it. You know what I mean? Because the question, you know, is why would I want to stay with somebody I don't love anymore? Yeah. Life is too short. So there is the really, that's where I stand. It's like, let's say we have nine years at best of great life. At best. Yeah. So if we are not for sure, you know, in love with each other, and I'm not talking about just the ooh-la-la. I'm talking about deeply, we've had enough. We discussed that we are bored stiff. We've had enough. Well, I'll tell you what. If your kids are all grown up, do what's good for you. Because when you're 90 years old and you turn back, and if you had 60 years of boredom, man, oh man, it's been a long 60 years. Because that's all we have one time. So, you know, the, the place of marriage, relationships, partnership, it's all about happiness, partnership, rain or shine. But it comes a time where I want everyone to feel at ease. If you're disgusted, if there's no solutions, if you explore it, and li- really you don't love your partner anymore, it's time to ask yourself that question. Why would I want to stay the rest of my life with somebody I really don't care for? Right? Yeah. yeah. And that is my advice. This, this is the question only they can answer. Okay? Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much for calling and, and have a good night. Okay, you too. Now, the last question of the show is for you. If a married person slides into your DMs and is being flirtatious, should you tell their spouse? Or are we going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous? Question for you. If a married person slides into your DMs and is being flirtatious, should you tell their spouse or not? That is also a question I posted on my Instagram and social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. So here's what you voted. 50% of you said absolutely tell their spouse. And 50% of you said I'm not saying anything to anyone else. So I am on the side of not telling a spouse, but neither answering. And if you have to answer, say don't do that again. Quit it. So to stop that kind of movement. But I'm not telling anything like that to anyone. That's just me. Thank you so much again for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. It means a lot. Thank you for reaching out and, and checking out also my social media, therendezvousshow.com. Thank you for your phone calls, your love stories. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.